Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. Welcome to Road to Redemption. And so I'm so beyond blessed to have in my good friend, Lindsay. Hi, Aaliyah. Thank you so much for having me today. You're welcome. I'm so excited to be able to, you know, get into your testimony and just talk about the Lord with you. So let's just get on in it. So what, what did your childhood look like? What was that home like, that upbringing? No, and it, one, really do feel super honored to be here because I know it's not me. So I'm just believing that the Lord will mm-hmm. speak through me today. And yes, so, ma'am. and that whoever's listening to this, whoever finds this, you are supposed to hear this. And if you relate or if you don't relate, but you know someone like it's so neat, the power of sharing our stories. Yes. And so I will start from really, I'll say age Five. I mean, mm-hmm. at age five, I remember just broken home. My my parents did not get along very well yeah. to the point of separation that led to divorce and right. which led to many, many other yeah. things. But I remember um, my dad, he really wanted it. He wanted a different childhood for me. So he mm-hmm. would take me to church. Oh, it's not. Yeah, it's not that I didn't know of God, but it was real unfortunate because I grew up in a church that was incredibly um, legalistic mm-hmm. and yeah. I won't even, I don't want to say the denomination. Well, I guess I mean, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter the denomination. It's just, yeah. I mean, each, each thing you could say has its downfalls. You yeah. Know. And broken people. We're all people who yeah. need a savior. And so where I grew up, it was very legalistic. And um, I always was real nervous that I didn't know Jesus. So Mm -hmm. every week I was like the girl who went down to the altar. I mean, from elementary school to middle school through high school, I was always nervous. Where's my salvation? Like, yeah, I I went home and I lied or I cheated on my test or I might've done something really serious. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm not in right standing with the Lord and I need to go back to the altar. So did you think you had to keep getting saved rather than being saved once and getting for, I mean, you know, well, I, thought, grace. I didn't know if I had it. Like yeah. I didn't know if it was there for me because I had messed up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm you like, thought you were too far gone, maybe. Um, not too far gone, just never good enough. Yeah. Like, okay. I, yeah. It was a very earning God's love. Yeah. And so when I messed up, you gotta have all A's, all. or else you're not loved by the Lord. <laughs> and it's really sad. And that's how my foundation yeah. was built with the Lord. And for that it was really difficult to break out of that and really Mm -hmm. experience who he was. Yeah. And so I would say I was 10 years old and my parents had been split for a long time. I found my worth in the world. Like sure. I went and heard about Jesus, but I really didn't know him and I had to get all of my needs from everywhere else. Yeah. I mean, you're 10, you know, it's, that's a, that's a hard age. I mean, it's hard enough being, an adult being a kid, you know, you're essentially supposed to be guided into what's right and wrong, but you know, you're kind of just doing your own thing, you know, unfortunately. No. And you're so young. I didn't, I really didn't know better. And all I thought the reason I wanted to keep getting saved is because I was taught if you're not saved, you're going to hell. Yeah. So I was so afraid of hell. And I remember being 10 years old. I was like, okay, pick me. I want Jesus. Baptize me. I need this like connection that saves me from burning forever. Yeah. (laughs) Like this really deep, scary thing that 
included no relationship. Yeah, no love. No I mean, love. Where's, where's, you know, the God of love? Yeah, yeah. God is love, and so... He was not there. Yeah. He, <laughs> I mean, he was, but he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And so... Well, um, yeah, it's just God wasn't portrayed as love. Mm-mm. It was more wrath. Yeah. And it, yeah, it wasn't the character of the Lord. And so I was saved. I was baptized or I, I spoke the prayer, you know, mm-hmm. um, whether or not my salvation was really then, or if mm-hmm. it was down the road when I declared that he was my Lord and savior and I repented. And then I totally 180 went a different way. I yeah. don't, I actually really don't care. I really believe that the Lord right. knows and I know I'm saved. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah, it's like, I think it's amazing when you do know the day in the year, you know, but I think sometimes like you were, you were like, well, did that day count? You know, you're young, you don't know. Um, it doesn't matter. The Lord yeah. knows. And either way you are saved and yeah. you're in his kingdom. Yeah. I say I got saved 20 times in my book. <laughs> like, <laughs> my thanks, grandma, Jesus. <laughs> my grandma actually got baptized probably about 10 times. Like That's, she's amazing. I mean, she is just loves, loves, loves the Lord. Um, so spirit filled. And so she, you know, she'll be like, I mean, I got baptized this time and this time just because she's so on fire and she always has been. So is, is real cute. That is so funny. Hey, we love you, Lord. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so what did high school look like for you? In that, you know. Yeah, it was sweet because like in middle school and high school, I feel like I was the friend that everybody liked. Like I was friends with every friend group. So Mm -hmm. if you were nerdy, pick me. If you were kind of popular or preppy, they were also my friends. Like if you were into music, I don't know anything about music, but I'll be your friend. I would consider myself one of the friendliest students. And so middle school was great, had great friends. High school was great until about 10th grade. And when I say great friends, I found that I lacked a whole lot of um, things that I felt I needed. So I found them in people, right? Right. I I was not going to. yeah. Yeah. And so when I tell you, I'm not exaggerating. I probably had, I called... 30 different girls, my best friend at one point or other from elementary school through college, like very toxic in a way of we, we really weren't best friends, but I needed you. I needed you to be that person for me. And we felt close. Like we kicked it off. It was close. And so when 10th grade hit, I continued to start to struggle more and more and more with my mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, I always have struggled with mental health. It was funny. My mom recently told me like, Hey, did you know that you struggled with separation anxiety as a little girl? And I'm like, I hadn't, I had no idea, but I know I've struggled with anxiety and depression the majority of my life. And that's, you know, that led into yeah, Growing it up, yeah, has totally built on one another. And so when I really got to the place of struggling with that in yeah. high school um, and when friends were starting to leave and I felt abandonment. Right. Because everybody I loved left. Yeah. When it got too hard, people were gone. And so I continued to find, I mean, I was still blessed with incredible friends. I was never too far gone. Like God, his hand was always on my life. You know what I mean? But it wasn't until, so there was high school, like just like a wave. I was tossed and turned by my feelings and by whatever. Right. And that's, I mean, high school's hard. High school is hard. Schools are hard, you know? And so that's such an age. It's so formative. It really, really is formative into your values and you know, where you go. And that's not to say people don't change from high school, obviously, but, 
um, it does have a huge impact on your later years. Yes. Post high school. Absolutely. It's a foundation. You're mm-hmm. really learning who do you want to be. And um, it's not even necessarily who you want to be, but it's kind of who's shaping you. Who are you allowing yes. to shape you? Yes. And for high school, I just look back and I think of all of the times that I had really struggled with my worth mm-hmm. and it's by the grace of God I am where I am today Yeah, because I'm completely different. So you fast forward a little bit from high school to college where I was in a toxic relationship. I thought it was a good relationship, right. you know, like romanticizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I was the girl in high school. I do want it to be like, this is an important part of my testimony. In high school, I was so scared of doing the wrong things, the things that they made really clear that the Bible said was wrong. Right. I wasn't doing any of those things. I was right. like... Legalistic. I mean, you were following, but it's like, where's the heart in it? The, I was not taught why I don't do those things. So when college came around and all of this rebellion mm-hmm. was built up inside of me, that's yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Then I started acting out. Then I started doing the things that were yeah. ungodly and the things that totally stripped me away from the Lord. Yeah. And it wasn't until like, this is the part of my testimony that I'm just like, thank you, Jesus. I would not be talking right now. Like it's wild. I would not be here today on November 3rd, 2015. So that's six years ago. Wow. Literally. And I just found myself so tired of looking at life every day thinking I will never experience what happiness is. Yeah. I will, why can't I be happy? Why can't I feel like I have purpose or value or why am I here? And I look at that girl and I just want to hug her so tight. If you're listening and that's you, like I want to hug you so tight and let you know that God has given you a purpose that you're supposed to be here. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't have woke up this morning yep. if you weren't supposed to be here. And so um, it was that day that I'm just yelling at the Lord, screaming at the Lord, take me physically or take me mentally. Cause I literally cannot do this anymore. I mean, I'm real mad at God and he wants, he want he is not surprised that I'm mad at him. Yeah. He knows my heart already. He wants me to be honest with him and come to him, not yeah. hide or run away or, and so in that moment, what I thought was just a tingling sensation, mm-hmm. the Lord touched my body and healed me. Wow. And it gave me such a deeper, like I knew that I had another reason to go another day. You had a purpose, yeah. Yeah. You had a newfound purpose, yeah. Yeah, so I called a friend and they prayed with me and it was kind of a salvation prayer, but who knows anymore? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. And we are with Lindsay and so excited to hear the rest. She just shared how God healed her from, you know, an end of life wish. So you called your friend, you prayed, and then what? Okay. So I called my friend, we prayed. And at the time I had actually been living at my boyfriend's house with his family just Mm. because of toxic things going on. And I felt convicted. I already knew that where I was is not And how old were you at this point? I was 19. Okay. I knew where I was, was not where I wanted to be. Yeah. And it was real sad and I struggled with it. And somehow I met these fabulous people who took me in like a small group, like straight mm-hmm. up took me in like a small group. They're like, we're going to passion conference in January. Oh my gosh. I'm going to that. Okay. I'm so excited. Passion conference is the best. Like 
I went, Christine Kane was there and talk about the Holy Spirit just talking to you. But I remember like it was yesterday, she said, um, it might be a good relationship, but it's not a godly relationship. Mm. And so I knew that that was not what I wanted the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I knew that's not what God had for me the rest of my life. It wasn't of the Lord and it didn't feel like it was of the Lord. I knew it wasn't of the Lord. We were doing everything wrong. And so, um, we decided, I went home and he saw me. He literally looked at me and I let him know we couldn't keep going on. He knew it. He knew that what I was experiencing was not something that we would be able to move forward in. Mm-hmm. And there was a change. There was a change in your life that was forever. For And talk about when God puts the most gorgeous calling on your life and Satan now has a huge target on you. Mm-hmm. So from that month, that was in January. And then I, someone invited me here to destiny. Somebody invited oh, me to wow. destiny in Crestview. I started going, fell in love, Yeah, fell in love with the church, fell in love with the community there. I finally went through growth track where I heard about their internship here at mm-hmm. destiny. And I was like, I think that's what I want to do. I mean, I was applying to UF and I was going to go to Church of the Highlands College and all of these different things. But I heard about Destiny's internship and I was like, I think that's what I want to do. I think this is what's for me. So I decided to pursue that route. I went and went to their Emerge Experience weekend, got to know all the things, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I leave and I'm on fire for the Lord. I had this sweet family take me in. They led me in Bible studies every single week. We hung out multiple times. They showed me yeah. what it was like to be loved by God, wow. not loved by the world. Yeah. And so they were precious. I'm on this incredible journey. I'm get, I'm deciding, you know what? This is the way I want to live. Like I yeah, want to live. My, this is the path. This is God's path. I want to be on that path. Yes. So clearly, so clearly. And then- at my job, I found another relationship that was toxic and mm-hmm. it shouldn't have happened. And I, you know, it's small compromises. You start yeah. small and then it builds up. You, and it's, it, a, it's a journey. You're never day one saved, perfect. Mm-mm. I mean, we're never perfect, but, you know, I think people, slip ups happen, you know, people fall short and Jesus is there to pick you right back up and just love on you. Which is the most... I never experienced that. So whenever yeah. I did something wrong, I thought I was you're done. Trash. Yeah. Throw me away. I thought I, I was done. I thought, okay, well, I'm not good enough. So I guess we're not saved anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which goes back Literally, to you know, so my many childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's what happened. And so to think that I go through this whole summer of just wanting to live for Jesus, but not doing things the right way. And I almost didn't come to this internship, but I decided to. And that is where I completely cut off everything. I'm like, I'm tired of going back and forth with the Lord. Yeah. I am tired of- Double-minded. No more double-minded. Hot and cold. Yeah. Like I'm on fire for him, but I'm also like doing whatever I wanted. And you can't serve two masters. You can't serve Mm. the world and you can't serve the Lord. That was it. That was literally my heart. Yeah. I'm tired of being back and forth. This is fake. Yeah. You can't, you cannot live this way. And so 
I told my mentor what I was struggling with. They granted me such grace and helped me really pursue a life of integrity mm-hmm. and doing the hard thing when nobody's looking. Right. And why? Yeah. God's always watching. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Someone else go. might not be, but I mean, and that's not just, to scare anyone that's just the reality of the you know the lord sees you in those moments that you feel like no one else does yeah you're doing the most and no one's recognizing you god recognizes you Mm. and god loves you for that and i had the hardest time it wasn't tangible enough for me yeah i needed something in person right yeah you hadn't had enough i don't want to say feed but enough yeah i guess proof you know, it wasn't, word, I couldn't put my fingers on it. Yeah. I needed to be able to touch it. And God was a f- little bit further away than it felt. Yeah. I knew he was there, but was he really right there? And yeah. so I continued to dive deeper and that's where I'm not going to say that. Holy smokes, y'all. I am not perfect by all means, but God touched my life there. And yeah. that's when I learned the love. So my mentor had me study. And this is an Emerge the yeah. internship. Yes. Which yes. shout out to Heather Tardo. I love you so much. That, that's Pastor Heather. <laughs> yes. Pastor at Heather. Destiny. She's amazing. We no. love, love, love her. She's the best. And so she was really intentional to teach me what love is. And she would make me study first Corinthians 13 over yeah. and over and over and go deeper and understand that yeah. love is patient. Love is kind. And, but like real, what does patience mean? I right. would define every single word in that whole scripture to understand if that is not there, it's not love. Right. Like yeah. make it feel good is not love. Yeah. I saw something um, on Pinterest years ago. I think this might've been even before I was saved, um, but um, a grandma had told her, um, grandchild, I think, you know, put his name in where love is. And if it doesn't line up. He is patient. He is kind. Um, then it's not it. Essentially, same thing you were doing. Yes, but I did it with myself. Mm. I put wow. my name in there because God is love. God is in me. Like I'm not only worthy of love, but I can love. Yeah, I can love in the way that God has right. created love to be. Because we're called to be love. Exactly. And so that was a whole entire road of just redemption and rebuilding and refocusing and understanding who he is with me. Wow. And that's where, I mean, it's when you're not looking, it's when you're not asking, you think you're too far gone. God, I don't ever deserve this kind of husband. Well then Mm -hmm. I could cry. (laughs) (laughs) God sent me the most incredible person who reminds me of him. I know Jesus more because of my husband, but if I didn't love Jesus, I wouldn't know him. My husband wouldn't have found me attractive because yeah, girl was not living for the Lord. Right. And so it's in those moments that you're just trusting in him. I'm not looking for anybody. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm trying to know you. He redeems, he heals, he does all of the things. And that's really led me to where I'm at now. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. I think that's such a, That's such a great turnaround too, because, you know, I do think that everybody, I don't want to say everybody, most people long for that life partner. Most people long for that healing, all these things. And the Lord can deliver. God knows the desires of your heart. God gives you those desires. Um, Unless they don't line up with those words, then those are not God's desires. Um, But I think it's just amazing to be able to see, you know, 
God healed you and then God blessed you with your husband, Michael, who's amazing. I love both of y'all so much. Um, and so there's such hope. There's such hope in this. Yes. And that's ex- exactly what I've experienced. And that's the, if I look back, if I could leave with anything, if I yeah. could know something and if I could impart something to anyone, it is that on your hardest day, there is hope. Hope is Jesus. It's a real person. And you have another day to get up and keep going. Even when you don't feel like it. Yeah. You have hope. You have a purpose. Yep. There's always another day. The Lord, there's, you're never done with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Unless he takes you from this earth. You're (laughs) still with him. He's still got work for you to do. And it's, it's love that he has that work for us to do because a lot of times we just praise him for what he has us doing. We're like, thank you, Lord. This is amazing. He blesses us beyond belief. And I think, you know, that's huge hope. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay, for coming on. This is amazing. Oh my goodness. I feel so honored. Thank you for having me. Seriously. So y'all listening, you know, we just want to impart to you three things that we just really, really recommend. If you are wanting to know the Lord and you're not sure where to go, number one, Open up a Bible, open up the word, see who God is, what he tells you, what he says about you. There's a Bible app. It's free. Go ahead and download that unless, you know, you have a Bible already, whatever, totally up to you, but open up that word and just see what he says, see what he calls his children to, just like Lindsay did with, you know, first Corinthians. Um, And secondly, find a local church, understand, you know, what they're saying about God, listen to the sermons, get connected. And then third, even more get connected, get into a small group, do life with people who also love the Lord. You can iron sharpening iron. You can strengthen each other, build each other up and just help each other through life. Cause it's not easy. We live in a fallen world. And so those small groups, those life connections are what help you along. And so again, just wanted to thank you for listening to Lindsay's testimony and tuning into Road to Redemption. We are so just blessed to be able to share these testimonies and just that we know Jesus with you. Hope y'all have an amazing day and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Road to Redemption, sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. If you have any comments or questions, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption.